1: America faces a choice This is Battleground America Here's Tara
2: Servatius
1: I just feel a lot of concern that 2024 may be the year of a black swan event This is a national security event with high impact That's very hard to predict Um, There are a number of uh, concerns that I have that factor into that not only this uh, sort of enduring heightened threat level that we're facing, uh, the wars in Israel, also Ukraine. That was CBS's Catherine Herridge. She knows. So do I. And I want to make a prediction too, something I don't often do. I want to predict that before the election or by the end of 2025, at the latest, our government will have tried to get into a war with a nuclear-armed nation. And I want to get specific. They'll do it in one of three ways. Three ways you can be on the lookout for. But first, I want to thank the guys at Common Sense Retirement Planning for sponsoring this podcast. When most financial advisors live in Rio Linda, they live in Realville. Unlike most financial advisors, they've been around a long time. They'd love to sit down with you for free and show you their record of the last two decades and the amazing job they've done for their investors, helping them get to retirement and protect the retirement they're in. Find them online, csrp.info. Book your free, no obligation appointment, csrp.info. Now, back to the podcast. What do I mean? Our government try to get into nuclear war? No, they want to get into a war with a nuclear-armed nation. They don't actually want to hold the war here. None of this is new, by the way. They originally intended Barack Obama when he was president and Hillary Clinton to hold the war in Syria. Russia had partnered with Syria to defend it from the jihadis that our CIA and State Department were funding, and yes, including ISIS. I'll never forget, for as long as I live, Hillary Clinton being asked when she was running against Trump, What is the first thing you do on your first day in office? She said a no-fly zone over Syria. That would have put us in dogfights with the Russians who were actually invited to be in the air over Syria. We were invaders. The Joint Chiefs' staff immediately reacted, saying that could lead to World War III. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. But they wanted to hold it over Syria, not over the U.S., Well, thank God Donald Trump won that election, and he switched sides. He partnered with Putin to knock out, wipe from the earth, the 40,000-strong caliphate full of many of our uh, fighters that were jihadists who we'd armed and trained, and they were well on their way to taking over Syria. Donald Trump switched sides, which enraged the deep state. It's one of the reasons they're still fighting so hard to take him out. Switched sides. Uh, John Kerry and Barack Obama had both said it would take decades to wipe out the caliphate. That's because they weren't trying. Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin did it nine months flat, completely erased from the earth. You can see it on the satellite. There's nothing there but dust. And so their precious plans to start the war there foundered. Hillary never did get her no-fly zone. The caliphate was destroyed and Syria was returned to peace they'd have to try again. And once they'd captured the White House again in the form of Joe Biden, they did, quickly, launching yet another war to replace the one they wanted in Syria, this time in Ukraine. I've detailed before how Joe Biden tricked Vladimir Putin into invading by claiming that Ukraine was going to join NATO while he was telling Ukraine no way in hell would they be allowed to join NATO. That was the red line Putin said if we crossed it, he would invade Ukraine. And Joe Biden got him to do just that so they could have their World War III, this time with a new address, Ukraine. Which leads us to way number one, they'll try to get in this war. It actually already almost happened in 2022. See, if Russia were to attack Poland or if it were to look or be made to look like Russia attacked Poland, NATO Article 4 would be triggered and it would be incumbent upon us to do what Nikki Haley said, send our sons and daughters send our military to defend Poland. But how to get Russia to attack Poland? So far they failed, but they came really close in 2022 and I held my breath the whole time. That's when a stray missile went into Poland and killed two farmers Soon after the explosion was reported, NATO began investigating to see if they could get in on it. Polish President Duda spoke to Secretary General of NATO, Jen Stoltenberg, regarding the possibility, yes, they actually discussed it by phone, of activating Article 4 of the NATO charter. That begins the snowball rolling down the hill to getting us involved, Europe involved in a war with Russia. At this point, All Poland had to do was say, all NATO had to do was say, yes, it was a Russian missile and we'd have been screwed. That's how trigger happy things actually are with NATO and over there and with our government. Even more terrifying, miniature thug and authoritarian dictator wannabe, Vladimir Zelensky immediately took to his nightly video address to blame Russia and demand vengeance. And a media feeding frenzy began with the media practically condemning Russia on the spot. The next day, Ukraine's president... Folks, these are our puppets. They all answer to us. They do what we say. Ukraine's presidential advisor, Mykhailo Podolak, tweeted that European countries... And the U.S. must close the sky over Ukraine. Oh, there we go again. There's that no-fly zone that gets us into war with Russia. That coveted war with Russia. The one all of the military contractors are demanding of the politicians in D.C. They donate to now that their bloodline and bloody line from Afghanistan and Iraq has been shut down. Zelensky wouldn't shut up beating the war drums, that's what we pay him for, telling the world, quote, no doubt that was not our missile. So what got us out of World War Three? Well, the Polish president stepped in to defuse the mess, stating there was no evidence of who fired the missile, calling for calm. It wasn't clear diplomatically that Duda, who's not really a globalist, he's kind of a light figure but not really one of them duda wasn't gonna play along and that's a good thing because it turned out it was a ukrainian missile something i'm still convinced they were only forced to admit because he wouldn't play along which brings us to scenario number one something similar to this in poland The reason it's significantly more likely now is they have a new prime minister, a guy by the name of Tusk, who is absolutely a hardcore globalist. He will beat the drums of war the second he gets a chance.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. (laughs)
1: They'll either recycle the Russian missile scenario or they'll do a similar one to the one they did in the United States when they claim Russian interference, which we now know there was none. That was a total lie. Our intelligence agencies made it up, but they're on the brink of civil war in Poland right now. I don't know if you know that tens of thousands of Polish are in the streets because the new prime minister wasted no time having his political opposition arrested. It's the scariest time in Poland since pre-communism. But the important thing is, this is likely to stoke an internal conflict they can blame on Russia. In fact, they already are, or they go the missile scenario. Either way, watch out with Poland, because unfortunately, Russia has already almost completely decimated the Ukrainian army. The average age of the Ukrainian soldier now is in his 40s. There's really no army there. And the war will end with a Russian victory if we can't figure out some way to get in there. So keep your eyes on Poland. This looks almost exactly like what the Obama regime did and John Brennan's CIA did and later bragged about um, when they ran the Orange Revolution, the coup in Ukraine to depose its pro-Russian duly elected leader. Uh, and install a pro-U.S. leader in the hopes of starting the very war Joe Biden would later preside over. It's almost exactly the same scenario. In other words, our globalists who run our government recognize they're going to have to get the Polish government out of the way if they want World War III on Polish and Ukrainian soil, if they want to trigger Article 4 of the NATO Charter. It's kind of brilliant, actually, because then our elites will say we are bound to honor our NATO commitment. We don't want to go to war, but. Scenario two for the United States, finding a way to get into an armed conflict, at least our corrupt leaders anyway, finding a way to get into an armed conflict with Iran, which soon, if it isn't already, will be nuclear armed. This is the most obvious tell that the United States of America is desperately seeking conflict with a nuclear armed country in 2024. All the world's intel agencies no likely have produced a report saying exactly what I'm about to tell you. Since September, Joe Biden's regime has pumped an astonishing $16 billion into Iran, $6 billion that we traded them on September 11th for the hostages. Battleground America, listeners are very familiar with this. I've detailed it many times. And the astonishing $10 billion we freed up for them as, I don't know, a reward after October 7th when we suddenly lifted sanctions uh, that would allow them to access that money. It was in bank accounts in Iraq. So they have the money they need to complete their nuclear program. The next tell we allowed sanctions to expire that would have banned them from buying a missile because we want them to have a missile. That's why we gave them the money. The bet, no doubt, is we could shoot down any incoming into America, but still get the moniker of the nuclear war with a conflict somewhere else. And of course, the hope then would be that we could pull allies of Iran like Russia into this war as well hopefully somewhere like the red sea or somewhere that's not here again the almost desperate rapid firing of the 16 billion dollars by the biden regime at iran that iran will need to complete its nukes and purchase the missile is the real tell there now remember where cbs correspondent katherine harridge said this black swan event would come from not only this uh, sort of enduring heightened threat level that we're facing, uh, the wars in Israel, also Ukraine. Scenario three scares me the most, both because it would be the most miserable for the American citizenry, but also because it's the one our government has told us almost on a loop since Joe Biden took office was coming. They say it in an eerie way, and it's almost always the FBI or the Department of Homeland Security. I'll put it this way. Our government, tells us there's been a cyber attack on our infrastructure by Russia. And that infrastructure could be our internet infrastructure, which then goes down, or it could be the grid itself or some combination of the two. But it's then blamed most likely on Russia or possibly on Iran. My timeline for this by the end of 2025 comes directly from the World Economic Forum who've reported on their site as a fact in the same eerie way the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI talk that this what they call a cyber pandemic will occur by then. By the way don't be surprised If scenario number three happens in tandem with some kind of skirmish we're in with either Iran or with Russia. I see signs daily that this is coming and I'll continue to share them with you. But finally, why do this? Number one, profit, military industrial complex contractors. Number two, to fix our untenable debt situation. And maybe number three, to fix our political situation too in the way our elite leaders want it fixed. Here, I'll let Tucker Carlson explain how useful it'd be, especially if there's a nuclear aspect that's critical. Here's why. Instead, they're telling you that
2: you're a traitor to your country if you don't want a third world war. They're afraid. Why are they afraid? Because they know the public is not on their side. But the second we actually go to war with Russia, they will use that as a pretext to crush all dissent. There is no dissent allowed in wartime. And that's what this is really about, in addition to their personal enrichment. It's about changing the domestic politics of the United States. The second we can all say we're at war with Russia, not in effect, but in reality, in a hot war, which is what they want. That's the that's the moment that you were no longer allowed to express your opinions. And the penalty is jail during war. It's happened a lot. And they want that now.
1: Understand one last thing. I'm not predicting they'll succeed. They've failed horribly so far, both in Syria and now in Ukraine, to get into this war they want. But I am predicting they'll try again. So, have you checked out PhD Weight Loss yet? I'm knee deep in cleaning out my closet, throwing away all those old large and extra large sizes. And I held on to them for 11 months. You know why? I've always failed. I've taken off 10, 15 pounds at a time and always put it back on. What would I do if I threw it out? Well, after 11 months, I said, you know what? I've kept this off for almost a year now. I think I'm going to clean my closet out. There's no room in here. And I have the confidence to do that because of the power of the PhD weight loss maintenance plan. I took off 29 pounds in six months, but it's the 11 months I've kept it off that's changed my life it's read my metabolism and made it so i can occasionally stray but no i've got a plan for life that works wouldn't you like one of those especially if you could do the weight loss plan from anywhere in the country you can check them out my com. that's my com.
0: his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt Hi-ya! and even after band camp he might not be the greatest musician <laughs>